you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together, we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? Ah, thinking about gas mileage. You know, changing your oil with a full synthetic oil like Castrol Edge can help your engine get more miles. Right now, you can get five quarts with an STP Extended Life oil filter for only $36.99. Get started on your next job today with the parts you need when you need them at AutoZone or AutoZone.com. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Restrictions apply. It's the footballiest time of the year. With quarterbacks throwing and tailgaters ready for some brats and beer. It's the footballiest time of the year. It's the pig, pig skinniest season of all. Belichick is still frowning and Cleveland still browning. We root for Steelers. It's the pig. Pig skinniest time of the year. Ah, we did it, everybody. We did it. We made it through the offseason thanks to Westeros, thanks to the Stanley Cup playoffs, thanks to fidget spinners, but that's all rearview mirror. Football's here, You got to throw in power, too. Do you watch power? No, I don't watch that's power. That's 50 cents. Uh, show it's it's nice i've heard of it yeah i'm 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 aware of it but like i say that's rear view mirror stuff and that's the voice of maurice jones drew football season 2017 we are here in studio 66 oh it's gonna be a banner show i dare say antonio brown aka the best wide receiver in the nfl joining us colleen wolf the wolf one part of the Power Ranking show that you can watch on Tuesdays on NFL Network, along with Elliot Harrison and our main man, Maurice Jones-Drew. We have a lot to get to here. NFC North, AFC North, divisional previews. We're narrowing it down here. We're letting you know who's going to the postseason, who's going to win the Super Bowl, all that jazz. First, though, let's say a proper hello to our pal, Maurice Jones-Drew. <laughs> Born and grown, drafted by the Jaguar, addicted to the end zone. Now he's all with Damashek. Yeah, that's his new home. So call him Maurice. We all call him MJD. 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 
couple things in the news, Maurice. How are you, by the way? Phenomenal, Shaq. Are you? Great offseason. You excited? Oh, excited for a new year here at NFL Media. And just ready to go. I'm ready to get after. There's some new new beginnings for us. And let me make sure I uh, I uh, mention the fact you hear you heard him on Hard Knocks quite a bit and uh, All or Nothing last year. The NFL Films uh, great uh, documentary series there. But uh, the radio analyst of uh, the Los Angeles Rams. As a matter of fact, let's start right there, shall we? Aaron Donald. Well, we do have some big stuff we have to get to. Yeah, we will get to. There it. was some heat on Total Access. Earlier this week, we how, however Devin. you want to start. Let's warm up with this because okay. you are the voice of the Rams or yeah. the the analyst uh, for the LA Rams. You know we have the Jenga theory here. You know that that uh, in 21st century pro football, it's not a matter of if anybody's going to get hurt. We know that they will, but if you the wrong guy gets hurt, you take that piece out, the whole thing can implode. I dare say, and we don't involve the quarterbacks because, of course, every team would be decimated if right. they lost their starting QB. If you take Aaron Donald away, I think that impacts the Rams about as much as any team out there, like by four or five games worth, legitimately. What if Aaron Donald doesn't play? Do you think he will play? Well, you know, uh, going into this week, I was very confident that he'd show up, and he hasn't shown up yet. So, obviously, he's standing strong in what he believes in. So, uh, you just don't know. I know the Rams uh, and him have been in talks, and they're kind of trying to get things going. Um, But you're right. He is a Jenga piece. Um, Everyone, you know, this defense is going to be really good. But with him, they they have the chance to be great. You know, they have the pieces to play this Wade Phillips defense. And uh, without him in that pass rush, especially when you're rushing five every time to, to be one-on-one with somebody, it, it'd be crazy. So um, hopefully they can get it done. But right now, it doesn't look like he'll be around anymore. Well, so. you know, they we know about the additions at this point. Sammy Watkins probably the – or not probably, he is the best uh, – Cooper Cup. I mean, that's a, the offense at least is intriguing. Andrew Whitworth, the left tackle, that's makes the them more addition. formidable. That's yeah, the maybe. best addition. I, I mean, I, I know Sammy Watkins does a lot in the passing game and the running game. But you have to be able to protect your quarterback. You can't worry about his blind side. Uh, to this point in the preseason, Andrew Whitworth is going against some of the best pass rushers. Uh, Khalil Mack, Melvin Ingram, Joey Bosa, and he hasn't guys haven't even got close to Jared. So you're talking about a guy who uh, can arguably change the game at one position. It's unbelievable. QB guru, allegedly at least, in Sean McVay, year yeah. two for Goff. The signs are at least pointed in the right direction for the Rams offense. The defense, we know about the nice pieces there, but you remove Aaron Donald. I, I really think it, it could scuttle the season for them, so it's going to be an interesting thing to watch. How much from a player's point of view, if you're a high-end guy like Aaron Donald, that would personally, I'm vain, as you know, but that would hurt my feelings if my team was like, yeah, we uh, – we're, we're going to pay Sammy Watkins a lot of money. We're going to pay this guy a lot. We'll get to you, Aaron Donald. Well, I think that's part of the issue. They, they've paid a lot of guys around him, um, Tavon Austin, Michael Brockers, and so now he feels like it's his turn. I mean, the guy's on a Hall of Fame level. I want to say he's averaging his three years 13 sacks a year, which is crazy from the de- defensive mm-hmm. tackle position. Or not 13, I'm sorry. It's more like 10, 9 to 10. But um, from that position, so that to me is crazy. Um and the Rams understand that, and and they know, and they're they're working. It's just right now, it's it's kind of a sticky situation. He could wait to the end of this year, then he could probably get more money. Um, but you know, he wants to get paid now, and that's understandable. You you know, a guy who's put a team. I mean, last year calling the games, he won games for them last year, point blank period, at the defensive tackle position. So it's one of those things that uh, 
you have to, you know, it's, they have to find that happy medium place or that, that, that happy place, and I don't think they've gotten there yet. Let's go from the L.A. Coliseum to the Rose Bowl in Pasadena, California. And I owe you an apology, Maurice, before no, we do anything else. Don't, you don't owe me anything. Well, I do. UCLA and Texas A&M played a game, and uh, Texas A&M was, was whipping your burrito. No question. And I turned it off, you know. Now, I didn't go to UCLA. No. I'm not, I'm not an esteemed alumnus not at all. of UCLA. Now, you are. Yes. And you turned it off as well because it's sickening didn't turn, to watch. I didn't turn it off. I just turned on the video game and started playing Madden. I'm sure you were sickened, though, right? I, but I also had a time. Like, I had a scheduled time to play the game Madden. I mean, you, you brought that up uh, on our fantasy show. I right? know I did, and that's what I want to apologize no, no, for because you said, like, that makes me look bad. No, it doesn't. I'm, 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 I'm a realist. All right. I'm just I'm, – I'm, I'm 100% real. I can't, I can't say anything that's a lie. And that's going to – we're going to – as the show goes on, we're going to talk more about that. But, okay. um, you know, I was – it was hard to watch my Bruins going three and out and, and our quarterback getting hit and our running backs not run uh, – you know, not be able to get gain yards and then watch our defense get gashed, right? That, that's hard to watch, no question. Now, I had some buddies that were there, and I was getting text messages throughout while I was playing the video game. Uh, but then I got a text message that said, hey, turn this thing back on. And I was like, turn it on? Hold on. Let me put this game to the side. I turned it on, and we were – it was forty-four to twenty-four. I want to say at the, at that point. So you did catch the uh, the climax. Oh yes, I caught it all. And he's the greatest. Josh Rosen, the greatest. Now, I don't want to hear anything else about Sam Darnold. Josh, now, I don't want to hear anything about those other guys. They played okay. First of all, Wyoming played Iowa, and no disrespect to Josh Allen. I mean, again, I understand he has a strong arm and those things, but he he wasn't making the best reads. Sam Darnold, we saw the way he looked at West, Western Mission. They have a long way to go. Without Juju Smith, I said this all offseason, he has to learn to throw to other people besides Juju Smith-Schuster. And we've seen that. That's kind of a process going. There's one guy. I mean, and don't get Lamar, let me, the, let me, Lamar Jackson in, in Louisville looked well. They, they struggled a little bit against Purdue, but he looked very well. He, you know, that's a, a, a decent opponent. We played the SEC. Oh, he's back to we, we and us in SEC. UCLA. <laughs> That's what we played. I've been saying it for years. Kevin Sumlin made a mistake not jumping when he had a chance. He you got to get it. You got to move. All right. Let's get to it. A couple of days ago on Total Access, in preview of the season kickoff game, no the home team almost always wins this one. Of course, you know it is the New England Patriots this year. You heard about that uh, that comeback they had in February against the Falcons. So they earn home field for the season kickoff. Their foe. A- a.k.a. probably sacrificial lamb, the Kansas right. City Chiefs rolling in there. First question is you broke it down with Heath Evans on total access. Roll the tape. Was, and it was breaking a quarterback matchup. Of course, that's going to go to Brady, all that kind of stuff. But the first one was head coaching. Who has the who has the advantage there? Let's take a look. Roll the tape. You see the categories, head coach, quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end, defense, head coach. You're up, big boy. I'm going to go first. First of all, you know, Andy Reid, I, you know, I appreciate you offering all those good things on Fridays, junk food Fridays. I got to go with you. But the reason being, not because what? of junk food Fridays, because... Are you sure it's not because of junk food Fridays? I, I went vegan, so I, it's okay. not because of that. <laughs> okay. But it is because on week one and on bye weeks, Andy Reid is 26-10. and 10. He has a winning record. I know he's going against Bill Belichick, but I feel like Andy Reid always has when he has extra time to prepare for some a team. He knows how to pull out all the stops. I got to go with the Chiefs. 26 and 10. Did you care to look up Bills? No, nah, I didn't. He's, he's 172 and 0. Is it? No, I'm just kidding. I'm sure. I don't know what it is, but I'll give you that switch. one.
I mean, I don't know who that sad sound effect is I don't, for. I don't know who it's for. It must be for Heath. Heath that. had fake news. Yeah, 177 and zero. Yeah, made that's, up. That's, that's fake news. You had a real, you had a real, uh, a, a real stare. All right, you got a lot of heat now. No question. Barstool Sports and many others have mentioned this. Now they called you out. They said in a world of hot takes, this is the hot takeiest. That's, I, but that, but I mean, what else do you want from me? Do, do you I don't want me know. to go? I'm not a sheep. I don't go with everyone else. I I say I stand on my own two feet, okay. and I and I make my own decisions, and they're calculated. There's not. It's not. Oh, I'm just going to say the sky is purple today. No, no, the sky is blue. And Andy Reid has a great chance in beating having a better game than Bill Belichick. I'm first. Sorry. First question is uh, address that. Is it a hot take? Were you doing that to get attention? No, You're saying not at all. Andy Reid over no. Belichick. The reason I said that is, you know, we had some researchers look it up before that show that Andy Reid, first of all, played has coached in two of the toughest divisions in football, the NFC East, and has had always had a winning record until the year he got fired. And for the Eagles, and then in the AFC West, he averages eleven to twelve wins a year. I don't understand how you, how that's not good. He's when, only had. Do you know he's only had losing seasons in three of his? I think, that's crazy, right? Crazy. But, gets but, then, to the playoffs. But, but then I understand everyone talking about Bill Belichick. I understand that, but he plays in the AFC East, where for the most, I mean, for his whole time, the Jets were good for two years. Uh, I don't know if the Bills have ever been decent, and Miami's kind of jumped around here and there. Right, so you're talking about a guy who they 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 for the most part they're going to sweep their division every year, um, and, and so I said okay, let me dig a little further. Let me look at their head to head battle. Okay, so check it out. Monday night, forty to fourteen, Andy Reid demolishes the Patriots. That's right. That it, was supposed to herald the end of Tom. Brady. And that was what I'm. Ta- right. He he just they know how to defend them. So then I say, you know what? Let's go to the playoffs. The playoffs where the Patriots had a bye, the Chiefs played, I want to say, the Houston Texans. So Andy Reid had a week uh, – Bill Belichick, they had a week off, and then they were able to kind of game plan around both the teams. They knew who they were going to play. Boom, that happens. All right? Then you barely beat them at home, 27-20. to 20? And I get it. The Patriots were leading the whole time, and they went down and scored late. I understand that. But the Chiefs are always in it. No matter if they're down by 20 – I've seen them down by 16 or more in the fourth quarter, and they find a way to get themselves back in the game. 24-21 in that Super Bowl with uh, Donovan McNabb throwing exactly. up on the field. I will say, I mean, Belichick is obviously better than Andy Reid, But it's, easy, it's, Reed, easy, it's right? easy to say Bill Belichick. It's easy to say that. A- anyone can say that. I mean, show the tweet with did. Heath. Show the tweet with Heath. I want to get to that. Let's talk about but, – but I'm with you, but – Bill Belichick, so, head to head, not head-to-head, but just, uh, you know, this in a is, vacuum is a better coach than Andy Reid, yes? He he is because he has a better quarterback. I feel like mm-hmm. Bill Belichick, those guys make mistakes just like everyone else. They just traded for Coney Ely, and then they just cut him, right? It, if that was Cleveland, it would be, like, blasphemy, right? Mm-hmm. I can't believe they gave a third-round pick for this guy, then they cut him. But when Bill does it, oh, they know what they're doing. Right, and so he gets passes a lot. I'm not saying he's not a great coach. I think he he is a first ballot Hall of Famer. All the things that people said to me on Twitter, you're exactly right. But this was for this one game on Thursday. Who would I pick? Okay, so what you're not, you're not comparing their resumes no. because five Lombardis versus zero. No question. That, 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 I'm talking about Thursday. But all that other stuff is aside. This is a whole new season. Time for Andy Reid to prep equals success. No question. That's your prediction. That's my prediction. And you're gonna say is your prediction also that the Chiefs are gonna win? That's why I said it. All right. I'm, but I, let, I me say this, but let me let me say this. But let me let me say this because I'm glad we're talking about it. So if you look at the Chiefs' defense, let's just look at their defense for example. Eric Berry, right? I think Eric Berry and, and Rob Gronkowski. That's a really good matchup. I know they'll have someone else on them, and that's fine. They'll do that. Uh, Brandon Cooks. They have uh, the Chiefs have uh, Marcus Peters at corner. 
Okay. Good matchup. That, that's a good matchup. Now let's go to the defensive line because that's where teams are won. You have Justin Houston and D4 coming off the edge. I'm still trying to figure out who the Patriots have on the offensive line. I know they get the ball out quick, but if they get pressure from up the middle the same way the Falcons did in that game where their D-tackle had three sacks, it could be a different game because now you have guys who can cover on the back end. Maybe you'll be right. I can I conversely think the other way. I think by about week 10, week 11, Chiefs fans and Andy Reid are going to be like, eh, let's get Patrick Mahomes in there. No, that's not going to happen. All right, well, but, we'll but, see Mahomes, about but that. But let me, let me keep going. Go ahead. Then offensively. You have Travis Kelsey. Who do the Patriots have on on defense that are gonna is gonna cover Travis Kelsey? You players win the game, right? It's the coach's job is to put those players in position, and Bill does a great job of taking away those players. Who's gonna cover Tyreek Hill in that speed at, at corner up there? Is it Steven, is Stephen Gilmore? I mean, they just paid him a lot of money, but he's been he's been torched by a couple guys throughout his career. Now, I'm not saying he can't do it; he has a great chance, but. If Andy Reid has time to figure out a way to scheme up and get these guys open, they have a great chance. Alex Alex Smith doesn't turn the ball over. All, right. All I know is you're going to catch heat. No question. Come Friday morning, if you or or or. It. But what if you're right? What, but what if? That's the what if. This well, world, I can't. I we can't. don't even have to wait for the what if of after the game because somebody took you to task before anything. Take a look at what Heath Evans tweeted out to uh, to the uh, to the outpouring of that was a hot take by Maurice Jones Drew. Heath Evans tweets out back at Barstool Sports, who have said in a world of hot takes, this may be the hottest. Heath says, just for the record, I would have had it a clean sweep for the Patriots. I only got to pick QB and uh, wide receiver tight end. Now go enjoy your holiday. Heath Evans, I feel like why, why was making you? it clear, like don't put this stink on me. It's all on Maurice. What do you why, say to that? Why, why run and hide from this? I don't That's know the why. difference between me. When it's dark, I stand up. I, I'm not afraid to go out there on a limb and say this person is going to do this. That's how I got here. Mm-hmm. I called out Arian Foster while we were playing. No one knew about Arian Foster. That was a bold pick. That's what you're supposed to do in this thing. You're supposed to go out and find ways to make arguments. Heath like, Evans was a fullback. Shouldn't he be in front of you blocking? He, he, he You know, Greg Jones would have never left me. That's all <laughs> I'm going to say. Greg Jones would have never left me, Heath. It's unbelievable. I can't believe it. Now we we have some like turmoil to work because now I don't even know if you're gonna you're willing to go in there and hit the linebacker for me right now because when this stuff gets hot, you run. It's a tough spot because he you know he was with the Patriots, so maybe that's that's okay. I mean, the truth is the truth. I'm again, they have a great. They Tom Brady's better, no question. Their receivers, yes, right. We put receivers in tight ends, and we we always talk about how good Gronk is, but like we said yesterday or uh, on Tuesday when we were talking about fantasy or on Monday when we were talking about fantasy. Gronk is – we don't know – injuries can happen with him. He's been injured a ton. Um, you, we talk about all, defense. You have to give it to the Chiefs. They have players on defense, pro all pros on defense. And then when I ask Heath Evans, like, well, what about the Patriots? Well, Bill's going to find a way. Bill doesn't cross the lines. Like, you can't – that's, that's an easy escape. That's an easy excuse. Just say they don't have the players. We'll have to wait and see. That's all you have to say. Well done, Maurice. Let's see how it shakes out on uh, Thursday night. We're excited for that one. Now let's go to, uh, as promised, our picks here. Let's go to the AFC North. Let's go from bottom up to the top here. Who's in last place in the AFC North when it's all said and done, Maurice? Yeah, I- I'm going to have to go with the Browns. I-, I feel like the Browns have gotten better than what they were last year. I think they win more games. Um, but I feel like it's- they're still young. They're- they have a lot of young pieces, talented young pieces. But this isn't a college anymore, right? This is not 12 games. Uh, those young pieces are going to hit a wall. I remember hitting a wall as a, as a rookie. I want to say we were playing Philadelphia, and it was like November. And I was like, this is about the time UCLA started getting done. I was like, whew, this is getting long. Like You got to take a deep breath and, and figure it out. Um, and 
you know, that that's going to hurt them in the long run, when they, especially if they, if they start off fast and they start doing well, or if they don't, that rookie wall is going to slow them down a little bit, especially with having a starting quarterback as a rookie, your your best pass rusher is a rookie, your best one of your better DBs is a rookie, you know, your tight ends. They, they have rookies everywhere, young guys everywhere. So uh, I'm going to say they win five or six games, but they're still at the bottom. I'm with you. And the good news for Browns fans is Damashek is here to tell you, Damashek the QB whisperer, the guy who told you Jameis was going to be – wow, that's not a tough yeah, call to You can't make that, that – see, again, that's the Heath Evans saying thing. That's, Taking the obvious. Yeah, just choice. take the obvious. Well, there were some people who didn't think Jameis was going to be good. And they don't know football. What were my best ones? What are my best uh, QB whispering uh, deeds over the years? Not Ryan Mallett. Don't be wise to me. Ryan Mallett was – I don't know what Ryan Mallett's up to at night. I, that's that's the he element. Damn, Ryan Mallett? I thought he, I thought he was going to be good. Well, I thought he was be good. He's not done yet. Well, he, he ain't playing in Baltimore. No. They were, hoping, they, were, they were hoping that Joe Flacco came back. Can I tell you, Baltimore has a chance of being – they could, they could win the division. They could also be fourth place. I, we don't know what's going on with Joe Flacco's back. Obviously, that would doom yeah. the team if – Well, I, I think, you know, we talked about it earlier about the Jenga piece, uh, not opposite on this show, but off air. And Joe Flacco – well, you take That's the team. Out. The team is built around Joe Flacco. It's not like when he had Ray Rice and the team was kind of built around Ray Rice and run the ball and check downs. No, it's built around Joe Flacco. Now they've they've gotten a, a player in Danny Woodhead who gives them a chance. Yeah, but I still feel like the Ravens are going to be third. Well, I'll go. I'll go Browns in fourth place, right. and I do think the good news is Deshaun Kaiser is finally the answer they've been looking for no since Bernie Kosar. I, well, there's a question. Not no question. No, I mean, I, 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 don't, I, think, I think the reason they made that play is to see if they need to draft a quarterback in the first round next year or not. Now, Cleveland, is they've done this whole money ball thing, and they, they, don't like to, they want to kind of go the Russell Wilson route. And someone told me, like, yeah, they want to do Russell Wilson. You find Russell Wilson in the third round. Well, if it's that easy, right, anybody, everybody. <laughs> just just drafting was, somebody yeah. doesn't make him into Russell Wilson. I mean, again – if 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 we if we had all known that Tom Brady was going to be great in the sixth round, I think everybody would be drafting quarterbacks in the sixth round, right? I love I love that's what that's what uh, overly optimistic Steelers fans are saying about Josh Dobbs. Do you know that's exactly the spot the Cowboys took Dak Prescott a year ago? Well, that doesn't mean that Josh Dobbs is destined for right. the same. Uh... Yeah, it, I mean it's it's so funny, but well, so I have the Ravens third. Um, and I think their defense is really, they're going to be really um, do really well. I think it I, I, it could be like a top three league wide defense. Yeah, they're real. They're they, stacked. They, I don't see. I'm still trying to figure out who's going to be that Anquan Bolden, Steve Smith guy in that offense. You have two burners on the outside and Mike Wallace and Perriman, but who's going to be that in between guy? Well, that I don't go-to know. Go to guy. Well, Perriman's got to be. He's got to elevate. In the second half of last season, he really started to show why they they went and got him. I think he could be that guy for them, but they were kind of predicated. Joe Flacco always likes his tight ends, but you know, yeah, I, he's gone, right? So I don't, I don't know about that. I do think, you know, and uh, and losing the running back was also a, a big deal. Yeah, them. I Kenneth think they Dixon. were ready to, yeah. to take off. Dixon was banging in January in in Heinz Field. I mean, yeah. uh, I'm sorry, in uh, on December 25th, I should say, he looked like, oh, geez, he's going to steal this game for them, and uh, the Steelers barely got over there. Um, I'm. Uh, Ravens or Bungles. I don't know. The Marv Lewis era, as I always say. Andy Dalton's still the quarterback. Marv Lewis is still the coach. Listen. I do think that the defense is going to be better. I do think, again, it's just hard to argue against the offensive weaponry around Andy Dalton. The bugaboo for them could be that offensive line, though. Yeah, I think that's the one thing. They they let uh, those guys go. Um, 
and then that hurts. But when you have a guy, you draft Joe Mixon, who is arguably a top five talent. Um, you draft John Ross, who's the fastest guy we've seen in a long time. Um, and if, if 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 John Ross can stay healthy, you do you understand what that's going to do for AJ Green? He doesn't have to go deep anymore. I know, but John Ross is John Ross is the size of Colleen Wolf. You know no I, that that probably doesn't. But he can fly though. Long term success in the NFL. As long as you're throwing the ball outside and not throwing across. I, the I don't know how Deshaun Jackson has made it so long. He doesn't go across the middle. The one time he went across the middle, he got touched. All right, here we go. Bring her in. Speaking of the Wolf, here she is, everybody. Star of NFL media now. I mean, there's no star rising faster what? and higher. Then Colleen, the Wolf, host of Good Morning Football, the weekend edition, I think is what it's called. I don't know. With Ike Taylor what? and Steve Smith and, uh, and on Sunday. I, I don't know anything. I just I try to Jones stay in my lane. Oh, by the way, Maurice Jones-Drew doing players only as well. I'm, I'm, I'm surrounded by glitterati. It's, I, can't, I can barely look in your direction. We work, we work right. together today. I'm excited we about do. that. Power rankings. Power rankings on you Tuesday and every Tuesday in season with Elliot Harrison. Make sure you check that out on NFL Network. The Wolf. Yo. Before we jump into it here for the Q and A, it was something we devoted a good deal of the off season to. We're gonna keep it going here during uh, during the season here, but uh, quickly though. First order of business. What? Dick Banks, the one-man house band, has delivered a new song. It is devoted no to the Wolf. What? Colleen Wolf. I get my own song. A Philly girl from the okay. You know Rocky Balboa and the I like Museum it. Coast to coast it's like Fresh Prince. All right, pipe down. Let's hear it. Can we hear oh just Oh my god. I, I just real quick, give me the top of that again. <laughs> You're a werewolf, the wolf. How are you, the wolf? I'm great. Did you hear the good news? What? Before anything else, when we did the NFC East predictions uh, a few shows ago. You have the Eagles winning the division? I have the Philadelphia Eagles winning that division. Wow. I mean that. That's bold. Now, that's bold, Shaq. That's not, you know, I went obvious on that when I picked the Giants. I don't think I, I don't think it's that crazy. All right, we got the Q and A. You guys ready to jump later. into it? Because you guys are fancy and you guys got to go do all sorts of stuff. So let's. Uh, yeah, but we're making you our priority. Oh, you! It makes Golly. me feel special on the inside. Let's uh, let's <laughs> see how many questions we can get from the Czech Republic and from the players at large in the NFL. And uh, of course, drop us a line. Use the hashtag DDFP and say Q and A and ask us whatever is uh, is in your mind. Of course, you know we love to tackle the game of football, but more importantly, we like to address the game of life, too. So whatever whatever manner of question is uh, bouncing around between the ears, let us know, and we'll do our best to answer it for you. First one comes to us from, I don't even know, what is he, the second string quarterback now? Chad Kelly, rookie of the Denver Broncos. I think I'm, the third, maybe? I guess Osweiler jumps well, I, in. Yeah. I wonder what happens to Chad Kelly then when Paxton Lynch comes back. Uh, taxi squad? I still call it a taxi squad, but... <laughs> <laughs> Practice squad, whatever you want to call it. All right, let's uh, let's hear from uh, one Chad Kelly. Hi guys, it's Chad Kelly. I was just wondering, who's the better quarterback, my uncle or my boss? That's a great one. Um, you know, I'm gonna have to go with your boss because he, he. When you yeah. talk about quarterbacks, it's about Super Bowl rings and wins, right? Now I get it. The Buffalo Bills went to the Super Bowl four times, and I've had arguments with people who like. 
They get upset. Like, you've never been to the Super Bowl. You're exactly right. I've never been. But I have the same record, <laughs> same trophies <laughs> as, as the Bills. So uh, you have to go with guys who, who won the big game. That's why Tom Brady is the GOAT. He's won five, right? So uh, I, I'm going to say uh, – Elway. Elway. Yeah. Elway. I got to go Elway too. I mean, he, he's got the Super Bowl rings there. But I, felt, I feel like even more so than the actual hardware and the rings, whenever – you had to count on him to make a play in a Ooh. crucial situation, and the game was on the line. You could count on him. Jim Kelly was a good quarterback, but he also had a running game and a defense, and the Broncos didn't necessarily always have that when Elway was good. Isn't he like – isn't Elway like part of like a bunch of sayings too, like the drive? Yeah. This, <laughs> that, like. I don't know how much that counts, but yes, no, I mean, you're I right mean, about that. I mean, no. that means he's historic. He's, if you have – yes, I guess if of all the drives <laughs> in the history of football games, if you have the one that's called – the drive. drive. I guess that deserves, uh, yeah, uh, uh, that deserves That's to like be on your cents. resume there. Yeah, Yo, we got to find out what uh, what Chad Kelly thinks. Like, we got well, we got to tweet him and and make him give us an answer on that. I hope uh, Chad Kelly does the right thing. Jim yeah. Kelly cannot kick him out of the family. Exciting. John Elway can kick him off the the Denver Pick Broncos. The boss uh-huh. every time. Do the right thing there, Chad Kelly. For my part, Jim Kelly could be even higher up in uh, in NFL lore had he not spent uh, time in the USFL. He loved his time with the Houston Gamblers and uh, a lot of guys he's he's one of those guys he did get into the Hall of Fame in spite of going to the USFL but his numbers would be even more impressive had he not uh, done that early part of his career down there in the USFL great and uh, you know the the dominant team of the AFC that uniform matchup that's on the screen right now too is so unbelievable yeah good. Broncos v Bills you know if they if Scott Norwood makes that kick it just uh, you know, the way we regard Jim Kelly completely. and the Buffalo Bills is completely Completely different, you know. And I heard they still talk to him. And by the way, the other side of things, the Wolf is right. You know, winning rings does matter. I don't care what anybody says. So long as every NFL season ends with somebody getting a Lombardi trophy, then it does matter how many the most the sports most important position wins. I don't care how you want to cut that up. That being said, the most impressive thing about John Elway, what makes him in the conversation for the top three to five quarterbacks of the Super Bowl era, is not getting those two because of Terrell Davis at the end. Rather, it's getting to those three Super Bowls in the 80s with bum rosters. I mean, Sammy Winder was his running back. Steve Watson and Vance Johnson were at his receivers. At the end receivers. of the day, he Come won on. two, and wow. that's all that matters. That's that's, and then it's going on the running backs – Resume goes on the quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, next question comes to us from our pal uh, DD at DDFP Pred or, or DDFP Red Flag. In Ooh. fact, he gave us a sign too. There, you look up there. You see? Oh Go, yes. I finally, saw that. Studio sixty six is honored with the sign. The only rule here. No jive, DDFP. It comes from Andrew Raby. Will the Browns' money ball approach work? If so, how long will it take? The Wolf, I'll start with you. Ooh, I mean, it seems like it's sort of working at this point because they've acquired so many draft picks, and that's the point of the money ball system. But they have Deshaun Kaiser, and it seems like their arc right now is on the right side. It's going up. I don't look at their team and think that it's going to be a worse season than last year. I think there's a lot of things that are promising on their roster, and I think that they could actually put together five, six wins even maybe this year. I know that's bold. That's my bold prediction. But it's hard to put a a timetable on it. Like, when is it going to work? I mean, hopefully within the next, like, three years, you would think that they sort of have the – they have the draft picks. I mean, they have six picks in the first two days of the draft next year. It's got to be 2018. We can't kick it down the road by three more years. It's got to be next year. I, I kind of feel like they better Yeah, but you start. need those rookies then to develop a little bit, so maybe give yeah. it two years. 
I, I think for me, it, it, it has to be next year. Hugh Jackson is his third year, right? There's no, not, they don't give people the six-year contract you got for Kyle Shanahan. That doesn't happen. Right. Um, the money ball, like, I'm just, like, messed up over because it it's like, yeah, we acquire all these picks, but if you draft a whole bunch of guys who aren't good, then what's the purpose of having all those picks, right? So each pick is 50-50. Either you're going to draft a guy that's really good or not. And, and so it comes down to scouting talent. You could have all the picks in the world if you're cutting guys or some of these guys aren't panning out like some of those guys in their first their first draft – you don't know. And so I think you can acquire all the picks and do all those things. At the end of the day, you have to acquire talent. And in this league, talent is what's going to win games. And every time that you trade down from when there's a quarterback up there that you can have to get drafts in the second round or the third round that may be okay, it doesn't work out in this league. So I think, you know, you have Deshaun Kaiser. You figure out if he's the guy or not. If not, you better draft a quarterback next year. Hey, by the way, you know, call it simplistic if you will, but uh, if you wish, but – I'm with you 100%, Maurice. You know, the great teams do, in the Super Bowl era, draft talent, best player available, however you want to say. Where the Browns and other teams have gotten sideways, I refer back to the Kellen Winslow Jr. draft pick in 2004. Who was on the board playing within that state? Ben Roethlisberger at Miami of Ohio. They could have taken him. Well, we already have a quarterback, we think, so let's not uh, let's not do that. Oh. Uh, Kellen Winslow Jr. fits a need immediately for us. That's where you get sideways. Two things to feel good about if you're a Browns fan. One, they didn't reach to get Deshaun. De- no. de- they didn't go out of their way to get him. Good that value. Was, that was a great – they could have done that, but instead they used those first-round picks on the best player available. I think Peppers is going to be nice in that secondary, playmaker and otherwise, and Miles Garrett is uh, universally considered the best player in that draft. So I, I, I like those picks, and like I say, then DeKaiser is there. He comes to them. I think that ends up working out. Did you I call think him DeKaiser? I kind of like that, though. DeKaiser. You put You put two of them together. Did, it saves yeah. time. That's Right. You're streamlining Official. the process. I He's like official. it. As our like pal Kaiser. Mark Sessler also points out, Kosar, Kaiser, kind of similar, oh. bridging the gap. You, you don't like that one, Marie. I, I don't. Too I much. mean, Bernie <laughs> Kosar, was he really the best? Was he, like, phenomenal? He was, I mean, by Cleveland Browns standards. No, I mean, just in the league standards. Yeah, he was good. Okay, good. I mean, I don't think he won the MVP <laughs> off the top of my head. I don't, I don't know. That's why I was asking. I mean, I don't really either. I right. can't claim to know. He was very money. good, and the everybody Browns, keeps... the Browns had some some very good teams there in the uh, in the eighties. Okay. With uh, number nineteen under center there. All right, here comes uh, a question, Maurice. This is from an old pal of yours. His name is Mercedes. Let's take a listen oh, here. It's my guy. Yo, Reese, what's up, man? I know you've been hitting me up talking about you want to work out. When it got down to the nitty gritty, I ain't heard back from you, man. I'm in town for another month. What's up? When we working out? So, so are you ghosting on him? What's happening here? No, no, no. So what happens is, you know, I go home in the in the summertime. I go back to the Bay Area. He comes to L.A., so we always miss each other. Uh, but I did. We I was texting like, yo, I need to get in there, get some workouts with you. But I saw this documentary called What the Health. Have you watched that? No. Oh my goodness, I can't eat meat anymore. I'm oh, done. Like no. I am. Well, what's that have to do with the nitty gritty? I thought you were already a vegan too. I well, I'm really a vegan now. Like I haven't touched. <laughs> like it's unbelievable. Like I was joking around at first, but then I watched this and I was like, oh my goodness. So for the last like two weeks, I haven't touched meat. And working out, like I was saying, we miss each other, so I can't. So I've been working out on my own, doing a little boxing. I've been boxing with Ike's guy, which has been fun, Andrew, and Mercedes. They do like these crazy workouts at Runyon Canyon. I don't, you know. So much paparazzi. You've there. been eating those nitty gritty <laughs> bars. Well, I don't yeah. know what Mercedes is referring to. The nitty gritty is like what he's saying is like when it got time to put the work in, I was nowhere to be found. But I was a, I was being a dad at home. I see. So I couldn't do it. Uh, but like they go to Runyon Kane. I, I mean, I'm a C level, uh, a C level uh, celebrity. <laughs> I can't be out there with all those cameras everywhere. You know what I mean? 
<laughs> I didn't know that this was a, a problem. Wait a second. It's a big problem. So Mercedes is good. So the response is like, I'm too big a star to do that, man. I can't. I, I would do it, Mercedes. I'm just saying. I, star I, I power, man. If we, but we got to be at a private gym. Have you been have, to Runyon? Like, have you been no, through this yet? You no. just have heard about I've it? Heard, I've, heard about, I've heard about the paparazzi there, and I see him taking pictures of, like, Brad Pitt and stuff. I, I don't, I don't want to go up there and be with all that. <laughs> Paparazzi lining the hills. Yeah, I don't need yeah. that. I don't need that right now. I'm trying to, you know, I like to work in silence. All right. There you have your answer, Mercedes. Fair. I hope you feel satiated by that one. Next question comes to us from uh, from Tamposi, from at Tamposi. What's your go-to tailgate food? Top three Ooh. favorite foods. The Wolf, let's start with you. Tailgate specific. Now, you could just run off your favorite foods because properly you can bring any food you want to a tailgate, right. but you know what that means. Don't be cute about this. Well, I need I need an Italian hoagie, like no question about that. What's that? It's like a sub or a grinder. The Wolf is, took like, me. Wherever the you're wolf, from. The, when we landed for the draft, we went. We didn't go to the hotel. We went straight to a steak joint. We went a cheesesteak place. In fact, our driver's like, I know just the place I'll take you to. His brother worked there. He right? called the order in. How about how fancy? How VIP was that? Like We got there, and our order was already ready. He called it in. He's like, uh, bring it in. Keep the paparazzi away. The you Wolf's on her way. You know what they put in that meat? Don't even. Don't no, ruin it for me. Don't, don't ruin be me. like that, I'm just being 100 with you guys. That's all I can do. Is it, Rule number one. Maurice, have you <laughs> no ever? Jive. That's true. Have you, Maurice, <laughs> as a pro football player and then a, uh, a college football star, as you noted uh, a moment ago, have you ever been to a tailgate? Uh, I have. Really? Never. When did you find that opportunity? Uh, well, when we have bye weeks, I'd come back to if UCLA was playing, go tailgate with some buddies. Uh, when I retired, I went to a couple. I do want to take my kids to them because I think it's a it's a great environment. Um, I just won't be eating the food. Though. Well, let's go back to a time before you watched What the Hell. What, what the health? What the health? What the health? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So, what what would your tailgate food be then? Oh, nachos. Nachos. Yeah, chicken nachos with everything. Nachos are a hard. Nachos, nachos are tough to pull off. Well, I mean, but no, not really well. though, because you you always have the chips. You have the little right. the dip right there. Um, you bring everything else. You can. I mean, it, we're at UCLA. It's fancy over there. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Right. I'm not sorry. It's fancy over that there. That is okay? some good tailgating. But, right? Am I? It is. But they do have like you know you get brats and hot dogs and burgers. Sliders. Got to put Yeah, you sliders. get all those. But I, I mean, this guy has. He had like a nacho thing, and I I almost lost my mind. I just sat there and talked to him until the game started. And we, we had the great time. He wouldn't let. We were just sitting there ch- chopping it up for like two hours, three hours. And then, obviously, you need beer. I don't drink beer, but you know, liquor and beer—that's always good too. Wait a second, yeah. you don't drink beer either? No, now? I'm not a. Uh, you don't know what they. No, eat. no meats. No, wow. no beer. What do you do, Maurice? I play video games. Eats nitty gritty bars. <laughs> the nitty gritty. There's no such thing as nitty gritty bars. <laughs> let me say this to you: the the I I I love. Pro football. I love attending pro football games and college football games. It it's sad that I've never been to Lambo and I've never been to Arrowhead. I the among the joints I've been to in uh, in uh, in football America, the best smell I've ever uh, been to is uh, before a Carolina Panthers game. All oh, the smokers oh are gosh, going. Yum. All those smoked meats coming at you and everything. It's hard to beat uh, what they have going on down there. Give me give me some uh, some nice brisket. Back in the day. At my, at my high school, when they used to let you barbecue outside back, you know, in the 90s or whatever, right? Um, they used to have the smoke come over like that, but you're exactly right. We played Carolina, and that happens, and I, Lambo is always good. I mean, uh-huh. some of these places, Arrowhead is, I have to, ha- I heard is like some of the best 
tailgating ever, though. Oh, yeah, I know. Let's yeah. make a trip, Maurice. Let's do. Well, you're not gonna eat. I can't. Well, I'm not. I can go with you. I'm gonna go. I'll just just tell them to grill up some vegetables or something. And make a salad. I'll be good to go. I want to go to a college. I, you know, I've never been to a college football. You should have said something. Isn't that horrendous? Yes, Sunday. it is. I know. It's like it's something that I always thought that uh, you know it was just gonna happen, and it never did. DDFP road trip, <laughs> UCLA or USC football game. That'd be I, awesome. Here's what we'll do. I go. I go to SC. All the time. Here's how you tailgate right. You go, you you go under the cloak at night. You don't you, you don't wait for for daybreak. You start early, real early. Yeah. You take some eggs with you. You take that skillet, that uh, cast iron skillet. You start out with the eggs and the and, and the and the breakfast. Don't meat. ruin this for y- me. Don't and the breakfast meat. The eggs, and then as the sun rises, then you turn breakfast into lunch. Now you start putting the bratwursts mm-hmm. and everything else. Into or you're that putting same. eggs on burgers, whatever you want. I'm gonna um, give you the best tailgate I've ever been. Maurice to. will be leaning in like I wouldn't eat that if I were you. No question. <laughs> No question. I'm gonna have the. I'm gonna make sure we have like the health letter and all that stuff. But I went when I first got with the Raiders. The, we played our first game at home. It was against the Texans, and it took us. It took every player three hours to find a way to get into the park because they started tailgating in Oakland at 5 a.m. No way. And people, I mean, they started like you said. It was pitch black outside. People are out there tailgating. It's the, I love it. It's people in Buffalo going. start tailgating. 24 to 36 hours before home game. Well, what else are they doing in Buffalo, though? Oh, I mean, you're talking about the Mecca. We're talking about I the Oh, those Buffalo tailgates look awesome. They are They do great. all sorts of crazy stuff. At they the start, yeah, well, they start yeah, outside they of They each other on fire. They're, they're, like, breaking tables, throwing people into tables. Let's, the bottom line is, listen, we'll be a little tired. So what? Let's just – we'll go. We'll do it under the cloak yeah. at night. You choose. It could be your Bruins or if you don't want to be emotionally tethered to the game. I'm always we'll emotionally We'll make it tethered. the Trojans. No, 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 no. We'll, uh, never do, we'll do the Bruins. <laughs> We'll go to a nicer place. Last uh, last question comes to us from someone named Martellus. Let's take a listen to that one. Do you go with Michael Bennett or Martellus Bennett and why? Ooh. Can I answer this one? Can I give my first one out there? Yeah. I think you can. Um, it's a tough one because, you know, Michael, he's forefront for the calls right now. He's standing out there, and, and he is speaking the truth to people. And By the way, the I love what Michael Bennett's doing. Phenomenal. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I kind of sparked. A lot of going on in this league, and I think that's phenomenal. But Martellus, Martellus has done a great job too, because he's right behind his brother, pushing him along, uh, drawing sure. cartoons. I he love has that a cartoon. Ma- right? Did he draw that? Yeah, he drew that. I didn't know he that's, drew it. That's what I'm trying to take. Like this guy is phenomenal. Children's and, books, movies, animated series, and Smart- the children's book is for his daughter. How many yes. guys? So how many cute. guys in pro football? How many guys? How many human beings can can do anything like that? And on top of it, he goes out there Catch. with other large human yeah. beings and catches footballs. And then on top of that, supports his brother. Make sure that they, he knows he has his support and is out there. And then the 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 uh, I don't know what it was when they did the talk about him with the Bears. Mm-hmm. Remember when they had that whole little talk? That's when I became a fan. Because yeah. he likes linebackers that eat with their hands and not forks and knives, and I do too. <laughs> uh, to me, it comes. there are a lot of great brother duos in the league. I that's think that's arguably big, the best one. The Harbaugh's had their run. The Manning brothers had their run. To me, Chris and Kyle Long are up there as well and talk about doing great They're stuff. They're close. My, maybe my favorite offseason deed. I mean, J.J. Watt, what he's done for Houston is great. Chris Long going over to Malcolm Jenkins. Yeah. yeah. You know, with a lot of heat, a lot of, lot of people, part of the country really down on Cal. Kaepernick, Malcolm Jenkins raising the fist during the anthem. Chris Long going over there. I mean, that really, cheesy as it may be. It wasn't cheesy. It means no, something. no, I'm saying yeah. cheesy to say. I mean, that, all you hear about is one, one locker room, one, one, one thing, you know, 
Chris Long, you know, if, if there's anybody in that locker room that was sideways looking at uh, Malcolm Jenkins, I don't know if I agree with that. Chris Long with that Super Bowl ring on his finger, all his deeds, his uh, family family lineage, doing that to Malcolm Jenkins, I bet that brings that uh, Yeah, it only takes one together. person to sort of go over Love and it. do that, and then Anywho, more people will. Answer this question, then you can answer your favorite brother tandem. Oh, uh, for well, for me, Martellus Bennett, for uh, all of the reasons that were just outlined, but also I'm completely biased because he's on my fantasy team, and I know that he will definitely care about that. Like, we should we should talk to him about that because I know that he's a big fan of fantasy. Oh, yeah, I just saw him <laughs> tweeting about that. Yeah, that made a lot of the fantasy people very upset. Like, what? what? He has to care about fantasy because you do? That was a, that's what did he a, say? He, he got into it with a couple different fantasy people. Oh, yeah, yeah. Why not? I mean, what's he have to be invested in it for? I don't know, man. Michael Bennett, here's the thing. Martellus is more effusive as a personality. Um, He's got a bigger personality, I I, I guess you would say, in the room. But Michael Bennett, very dry wit. He is super Uh funny. He, they're both Hilarious. super funny guys. They need the to have line. their – when it's all said, they need to come here and get their own show. Oh, my God, that's like a that layup. Idea. Yeah. yeah. How about – yeah, how about on one side you have the Bennett brothers and on the other side you have the Long brothers and they just figure it all out. Wow. The world, the world would be a better place. You know who's going to figure it all out? Colleen Wolf and Maurice Jones-Drew. Watch them on Power Rankings. Make sure you watch Maurice on Players Only on Friday nights on NFL Network. Uh-huh. Colleen Wolf is going to be on Saturdays and Sundays. Good morning, football. Early All over the on place. Saturdays you and are. Sundays. You go, girl. It's crazy. I'll just be sitting here in Studio 66 if you need me. I'll be waiting for you, to, ready to go with more. We had a chance yeah. last year, Shaq. More Q and A. I know. We had a chance. I know. I thought we, we rocked it. I thought we rocked we our it last best, year. Maurice. We, we gave. We left it all out on the field, man. Um, great stuff. Hey, I can't wait to hear how uh, it all works out on Friday. Colleen, did you hear about Marie saying that Andy Reid over Bill Belichick? You got some heat for that one. I, didn't, I, don't, even, I don't even know where the heat came from. Like, I think what about that time management? The, world. the clock management. People who like sports. Not in two minutes. I don't want to. Let me tell you something. He's, he's <laughs> coached in the two toughest divisions in football, and he stays winning double-digit games every year. And all of a sudden, he's a bad coach. Bravora. I love it. Maurice, go get him. I, I get it. <laughs> Go get him, the Wolf. We couldn't be prouder of you and your success. Go get him oh, throughout the uh, throughout the NFL Network uh, landscape. Coming up this week and every week through the season. Right now, let's talk to the best wide receiver in all of pro football, number 84 for the Pittsburgh Steelers, Antonio Brown. Ooh. Oh, yeah. You're listening to Dave Damashek. All right, always good times. One of our favorite guys in all of pro football to catch up with, uh, to catch up with. In spite of the fact that he once pulled a very mean-spirited prank on me in Studio 66, we're willing to let it go because he is the best wide receiver in all the NFL. On behalf of DirecTV Sunday Ticket, it's number 84, Antonio Brown. How are you, man? How you doing, Dave? It's a pleasure to see you once again. You're looking well. I always consider you to be fashion forward, and yet it seems, A.B., that you've taken a page from Damashek and grown a beard. You see my stash game, man. You see it. Yeah, you do have the stash over me. I can't do the twisty thing like you're doing there. You can't, I, As a matter of fact, I've been watching you here for the last couple of minutes. Once you grow the mustache, it is weird. You can't keep your hands off of it, right? Yeah, it's addicting, man. You got to keep, uh, keep styling it, baby. 
Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Hey, I want to start off with some good news. I'm not trying to curry favor with you. This is, in fact, how I feel. You remember in Studio 66, there is only one rule. No jive and no jive. The AFC representative in Super Bowl 52 will be the Pittsburgh Steelers. How does that make you feel, A.B.? That made me feel great, but, you know, it's just a wish. You know, we got a lot of work in front of us, uh, and it's starting this week. You know, we're going into the dog pound, and uh, that's kind of my focus right now, you know, uh, is uh, being on our best uh, details in regards of uh, this week. Well, we know Levy and Bell now back with you guys. Martavis Bryant just got back with you as well. Who means more to Antonio Brown's success on the field, to have 26 out there or to have Martavis over there on the other side? <laughs> Probably both of them, you know, both of them. Uh, we need a guy on the other side that's rotating the safeties, and uh, we need a guy in the backfield, uh, i.e. 26 or 10, you know, uh, in the backfield. We need someone as well to, to bring that safety down and, and get guys from rolling up on my side over the halves. You know, we need, uh, we need both of those guys. You know, those guys are a tremendous asset to our offense, allowing our offense to uh, possibly be number one in the NFL. Uh, they bring a lot of dimension to the offense, a lot of explosiveness, and uh, we're just excited to have those guys back. And uh, we're we looking forward uh, to this week. They're doing something, getting off to a great start. You and I have talked in the past, and it, it depends on which football player you're talking to. You seem to be aware of your place in history. Are you kind of I, – I refer to it constantly. You are in the midst of the greatest four-year run for a receiver in NFL history, and that sounds like hyperbole or whatever, but look it up. Jerry Rice never did this. You know, all the greats in history, you are even – if you, if you skew it for, for uh, the generation, no one has really had the kind of run that you're in the middle of. Are you kind of lucid about that fact? Well, you know, the only thing that's important is uh, what you do today. You know, what's important now in regards to how do I prepare today? You know, I can't get caught up in the things behind me or the things I've previously done. Obviously, I'm, I'm aware of them, and uh, those things make me feel well. But uh, I got to be consumed in, in what's important now in regards of uh, the moment right here, uh, Cleveland Browns, uh, the preparation for this week, you know, uh, taking care of my body. You know, I can't be consumed uh, but by my run I'm on or the run I have done, been on that, uh, that surpassed Jerry Rice or no other receiver in NFL history. You know, I got to just be singly focused on living in the now and uh, being uh, solely in this moment in regards of preparing for the Cleveland Browns and uh, making sure I'm ready to go. Well, a lot of people got to look at you and Artie Burns uh, going head-to-head -head all throughout training camp now. A number of years ago, you had a teammate who wore number 24. His name was Ike Taylor. He visited us in Studio 66 about four years ago in front of that season. And here's what he told us about the young receiver named Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown. Hell yeah, he's a, he's, a, he's a number one guy. Antonio Brown is Antonio Brown. Uh, Antonio Brown gives everybody problems for like a DB to a safety. Um, 101, I like Antonio Brown over anybody. Over anybody? What do you mean over anybody? Over A.J. Green? 101, 
I like Antonio Brown over anybody. Pretty prescient stuff there out of Ike. He foretold this four-year run you're in the midst of. Why don't you pay it forward if you can now? What stealer that might be a little under the radar to most of football America should we be on the lookout for in 2017 and beyond? Uh, T.J. Watts. Uh, you should definitely be on the lookout for T.J. Watts. Man, the guy's a stud. Uh, younger brother, J.J. Watts. Um, you know, I know those guys are so competitive with each other. Uh, T.J. finally get in the NFL and finally get to compete with his brother on the same stage. And knowing his brother, J.J., uh, a great caring brother, loving brother, one of those dudes that you wish was your brother who just uh, probably share everything with him, you know, how to release, how to work different guys. For him getting that little cheat sheet from his brother and, um, you know, getting those little details with already his natural uh, ability, uh, I think T.J. Watt's going to be um, a young stud to come. Well, everybody Starting knows about week. what older brother J.J.'s done for Houston, and, uh, and uh, we praise him for that. Last thing, tell us about what you got going on with uh, DirecTV and Sunday Ticket this season. Yeah, well, I'm here on behalf of DirecTV, NFL, Sunday Ticket. You know, the only TV spot that offer every out-of-market game. Uh, you can check it out at directtv.com slash NFL uh, to learn more. Uh, I'm excited to be with these guys at DirecTV. Uh, I've been 20 years watching uh, DirecTV. Uh, it's my only Sunday, Sunday NFL ticket uh, show that give me every game out of market, uh, keep me updated with the fans and connected with all the players around the league so uh, we could keep a toll on them. Ooh, I'd love to spend another 20 minutes talking to A.B. about what his favorite non-football shows on uh, DirecTV are. But we'll leave it there. A.B., go have a healthy and uh, productive season. And I hope, unlike last season, we don't see you at NFL Honors because that would mean that you're playing in Super Bowl 52. Best wishes to you I and the know. rest of the black and gold. Like I already told you, you're going to the Super Bowl. So uh, congratulations in advance. <laughs> Thank you, Dave. Amazing, man. Go get him, number 84. Tony O'Brown, everybody. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. 
Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.